it's time to get sassy for Good Luck High Five episode 294. That's right, everybody. Why is this episode sassy? Well, just because it is. It just is. Sometimes sass comes and you just have to accept it. Sometimes it goes and you have to bid it adieu until the next time you see it. It stays for lunch and you've got to feed it lemonade and an ice cold sandwich. That's right. If you want your sass to go away, (laughs) serve it iced tea (laughs) and a panini. Which are the diametrical opposites <laughs> That's of lemonade right. and an ice-cold sandwich. An ice-cold sandwich? Yeah. All right. Haven't you ever just wanted a really cold sandwich for lunch? No. <laughs> no I no, guess no, you no. Want, if it's any kind of salad, then yes. Oh, like, like a tuna salad, an yeah. egg salad, a chicken salad. If those, if any of those are warm, I'm out. But ice cold would also be similarly slightly disturbing. It would be like a little weird. Why is like it if so it was in the freezer. Cold. Well, everyone, you're listening to a podcast for people who play the game of magic. Whether you are new to the game, returning to the game, trying to get better, maybe qualify for your first PT, or enjoying, uh, you know, a, a run of GPs. You know, we're here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we've got a whole bunch of Guilds of Ravnica previews, including our very own preview card. Whoa! Exciting! Exclusive fireworks. Trombone. Do you know what is not exclusive? What? Fireworks. (laughs) Like, once you shoot them into the sky, anyone who's around can see them. When I'm a millionaire, I'm going to build a dome that is, from the inside, looks like stars from the outside is black so nobody can see my exclusive rich person fireworks. I think you really are overestimating how far a million dollars goes <laughs> these days. You're right. <laughs> that would cost way more than a million dollars. This week we've got of course the hottest magic news coming your way. We're also going to talk all of the other guilds of Ravnica previews in addition to our own preview card. We've got our magic expert yes, on we the have line. The very first time by the way, yes. we've got the most experienced expert in magic coming yes. onto the show. So get hyped. This person has a lot of magic experience. We're also going to give you our very own Guilds of Ravnica quiz yes. to figure out which guild you're aligned with going into this pre-release. We took one, the official one, last week. So Well, you- we can all debate how official it is. Megan was not pleased with her results. That's so. a... That's a Really lukewarm way of putting it. <laughs> An ice cold way, ice you cold might way say. To put it, yes. So we've developed our own quiz that will hopefully satisfy Megan. And uh, yeah, just a whole bunch of great stuff coming at if you. If I this can't episode. write myself a quiz to get the answer that I want, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, if you get the same answer after taking our second quiz, you know it's, uh, you, exactly. it's locked in stone. Then it's really problematic. Before we do any of that, big thanks to everybody who's a supporter of the show over on patreon.com slash glhf magic thank you to everybody who's become a new patron since last episode and everybody who remains a patron or continues patronizing our beautiful show yes it really does mean the world to us you keep us able to keep doing the things we do like this podcast right now like our wednesday videos which this week is going to feature some of uh the commander decks from the commander set this year commander 2019 we're gonna battle them out against each other and see kind of how they play also new board game reviews every monday reviews this week game guy 
Nicholas. I thought you were ever. I was like waiting for oh, you to no. say his name. He doesn't have well, a name. Our as game far. guy. As far as I'm Nicholas. concerned, he's just a game guy. Uh, he, he reviewed Root this week. Yes. And also walked us through a first couple of turns of Root. So if you're interested at all in any other games outside the realm of magic, check out those reviews on Monday. Because do you know what? That dude knows what's going on. Absolutely. Whatever else you may say about Nicholas, and we sure do say a lot of other things about him. <laughs> he knows games. He knows games. <laughs> Thanks as well to Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF is the link to use when you buy anything related to magic. If you see us playing these commander decks on Wednesday and you're like, those things look sweet, and spoiler alert, they are, head over to Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF and uh, pick up a couple. They're super fun to battle against your friends for your game night. You can buy all four, mix them up, and play them with your buddies. And they're a sponsor of our show, so we like to give back to them too. So big thumbs up for Card Kingdom. It's time for some magic news. That's right, everybody. We finally got the big organized play announcement. Yes. That we had been waiting for ever since they announced Announce to us. An announcement. That this big announcement was coming. Well, it's here. That's right. First of all, we'll we'll lead you up. We're going to build a little ladder instead Ooh, of catapulting okay. you to the okay. top of the news. All right. Uh, start on the bottom rung. So they announced the first three pro tour consultants. So these are the three pro players uh, that they're hiring on to consult about the ways that they should structure organized play going forward. Because so, yeah. they're like, who better to inform us than the people closest to the info itself? The people playing. Yeah, this is a great idea, and I applaud Wizards of the Coast for making this change. They've officially hired, drumroll uh, please, Willie Adel, Eduardo Sajgalic, Eduardo, and Willie Jensen, William Jensen, William Huey Jensen. Yay! You can't see, but I'm giving them a round of applause. Right I can hear it, literally. I'm <laughs> So yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see kind of where that goes in the future as they keep making organized play changes. Okay, so what's the second rung of the ladder of announce? The oh, ladder? there's only two rungs. Oh, this is a short ladder. It's a very short ladder. But we have our pro tour dates. Unless one rung is way below and one rung is really high. That's kind of what it's like. <laughs> is that even a ladder? Is the real question. A terrible one. Is it a ladder at all? So there are going to be six pro tours whoa, next whoa, year. What? Six pro tours team. That's, you heard that me. Is so what? Six. That's right. For those of you who are like, why is that a big deal? Because you haven't counted the pro tours before. Yeah, there is normally four. Yes, there's usually four pro tours. Uh, in every year and now there's going to move up to six that's going to move up to six we have cleveland in february we have london in april dallas fort worth in june barcelona in july richmond in november and brisbane in december wow yeah that's so cool maria which of these locations are london. you most okay well, <laughs> i knew that was happening Woo! Yeah, um, I've been waiting and hoping and crossing my fingers for a UK pro tour for a long time. So we got one in you London. Finally, you finally got it. Yeah. And um, there's going to be fewer players at these pro tours, That's which right. is kind of the other big half of this announcement. So normally the pro tours have somewhere between four and f like middle 400. Yeah, right now they... they quote in their article it's something like or in the announcement i mean 300 to 400 but it's definitely been more on the side of like 400 and change right recently and they're looking to move that down to 200 to 300 wow. participants wow okay so it'll still be the same number of people who qualify it's just going to be spread out more yeah 
so there won't be as many people per pro tour. Sure. But more pro tours means I don't know. You, someone else who's good Somebody at math will have math. to do the actual math on that, this. <laughs> if you have like four times four, that's 16. Okay, great. Right? We got that far. And if you have two times six, that's 12. 12. Nailed it. Or three times six is 18. 18. So it'll be about the same number. Okay. Is what I think we're getting I at. I don't know how you got to that with those numbers, but I trust you. <laughs> Thank you. It's a great act of trust. So I'm, uh, I think this is really cool. It's, it definitely raises a lot of questions we don't know the answers to yet. Yeah. You know, like, how is this going to change how people feel about pro tours? Mm-hmm. You is know? it going to become harder to qualify? Even though, as we said, across the entire year, there's technically about the same number of pro tour spots available. But every every pro tour is going to have the same number of like platinum and silver and gold pros and all of those people who are qualified for all of the pro tours. So does it really net seats for people who are qualifying via things like PPTQs? And so another, this kind of heralds another announcement coming up somewhere in the future. Yes. Of how is the, how is the way that we qualify for a pro tour going to change? How is the hype going to change? I That's mean, right. normally four, you get really excited. If you have six, are you going to be less excited because it's more of a regular thing or are you still going to be just is excited because it's a freaking pro tour yeah also with six you might be like are they going to name them after sets still no no they're just gonna name them after the places that they are yeah so they're not tied to set release anymore which was the case with the last few pro tours which i guess they were experimenting with leading up to these so it's just gonna be pro tour cleveland pro tour brisbane pro tour whatever instead of uh guilds of ravnica or what have you yeah. So some exciting stuff there that we have to wait for yet another announcement for to kind of get more clarity on. Finally, GP Detroit happened this weekend. That's right. It was Team Modern. Ooh, very fun. Lots of cool peeps playing, lots of cool decks in everybody's favorite format. The format of the future, they say modern. That's right. So we had uh, in the finals... There was William Corson, Antonio Perez, and Andrew Lopez against uh, PVDDR, Matt Nass, and Sam Pardee. Wow, that's a power team right there. It really is, but do you know what? They fell. They fell! They fell in the final. The underdogs take it down. That's right. So their three decks were humans, Mono Green Tron, classic. and Jeskai Control. Wow. Very classic. That's like a classic, classic lineup. Trio. I wish that we weren't calling humans classic, but here we are. <laughs> In We're this doing d- it. day and age, yeah, I think it has moved into that category, actually. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. for people who don't like creatures, <laughs> look, just get them out of here. Meddling Mage, do you know what's a dumb card? Meddling Mage. Are you trying to, what is this card, Meddling Mage, right now? I kind of am. <laughs> Meddling Mage? What is this card? Did you know that you can't, once it hits the battlefield, if they named Lightning Bolt and you have bolts in your hand, you can't kill it. It's too late. You never had a chance. It's just forever there. Ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Because once it's there, whatever it named cannot be cast at all. And you can't cast it before it enters the battlefield because it's not on the battlefield for you to target. And then you can copy it with a Phantasmal Image so you can have six, you can have eight, you can have one billion Meddling Mages on the (laughs) battlefield. One billion, that's a fact. What is this card? (laughs) And if they go, they look at your hand with Kite Sail Freebooter, and they're just like, now I know all the cards in your hand, and I can play Meddling Mage and name exactly what's in your hand, instead of what should be the only drawback of the card, which is just (laughs) sort of being like, I don't freaking know. Let's just name something in the dark. Meddling Mage, what What is is this this card? card? (laughs) 
Well, there we go. There we go. And that's a look at your week of magic. Hey, everyone. It's time for some Guilds of Ravnica previews. And we're starting it off with our very own preview card. An exclusive good luck high five preview. This card seems pretty sweet, Megan. Its name, Nullhide Ferrex. Its cost, two green green. Its creature type, beast. Beastie boy. Its stats, six six. I'm sorry, one more time. Six six for four mana. What? That's right. It is hexproof. What color me interested? Hello. It says you can't cast non-creature spells, however. Oh. That's right. So, Maria, I could see your little brain ticking around your boggles. Yes, yes. And around your favorite hexproof (laughs) decks. But guess what? What? Not with this buddy in play. All right. Because he says only creatures. All right. So he's hexproof, but I can't put a daybreak coronet on him. That's right. It also has... Two, Nulled Hide Ferrex loses all abilities until end of turn. Any player may activate this ability. So my opponent can turn off its hexproof? Yes. You can turn I off. I can turn the hexproof you, off. You can turn the hexproof off. You can turn off your ability to not cast non-creature spells. Okay, so I can pu- I can actually put my Daybreak Coronet after I've got another enchantment That's on true. You can pay two and then also pay two more for your daybreak coronet. All right, this is getting expensive. But your opponent can then be like, I pay two. And I kill it. And I kill it. (laughs) There's more rules text, though. It also says, if a spell or ability an opponent controls causes you to discard Nullhide Ferrex, put it onto the battlefield instead of putting it into your graveyard. What? Okay. Wow. That's interesting. So I first read this card as... (laughs) If you discard it, you can just put wow. it out of the graveyard. Maria thought that this was and I busted. Was like, <laughs> this card's insane. It's no, still pretty good. It so. still is, at the end of the day, a 6-6 six, six hexproof for four mana. Yeah, I mean, the end, they have to spend two to be able to deal with it. So that is something. That's completely absurd. Yeah. Also, it's just like a nicer, in some ways, a nicer obstinate Bailoth. Yeah. Obstinate Bailoth's like, I gave you four life, but Nullhide Ferox is like, I'm a 6-6. Six, six. I'm a six, Six six, boom boom boom. Yeah, I like I like this green. Is that green exactly beastie. the set of sounds that it makes. Yeah, <laughs> boom boom boom. So <laughs> hear that at night. It yells, yeah, it farts and then it stomps around. <laughs> That's classic green right there. Sum it up. Classic green. Wrap it up. <laughs> Yeah, I, right. li- I like this card. In limited, it's obviously very strong. Obviously, it's very a mythic. Good. It's a mythic. Just so hopefully you won't have to deal with it FYI. too much. So, um, or you, but I'm hoping I will deal with it in the fact that I'm casting it a lot Ooh, because yeah. I, I love it. You would hope that. I know. I feel like they, they nodded it our way for the little, the little hex proof. Yeah, of course they did. Look at its talons though. It's got great Look teeth, at its claws. everybody. Look at its teeth. I don't know how it closes its mouth. It's, I don't know that it does. Probably not. Or if it does, it just still has teeth poking out every which way. It's probably just always eating. It's endless teeth. Endless teeth in the nose. Which is what I would have named this creature. Do you think this creature is good enough for standard play? Hot take question. There's a mono green deck. Heck yeah. Put that in there. Put it in your stompy deck. Yeah. So you play, you play this and then you're playing Galta for no no money. I suppose it's better than a 5-4 for three. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I mean, is it though? I don't know. Well, probably not. I don't actually don't know. 
Well, the problem with this is that you can't cast it on two, which is when you are really casting yeah, that's your 5-4. That's true. This seems like a very good follow-up, though. This is a very good to three. To, like, a Steel Leaf champion into a Nullhide Ferrex. Oh, gross. Well, that's what board wipes were built for. Yeah, except that you're going to have to wait probably at least maybe two more turns to play your board wipe to, to pay for the... Uh, the hexproof well no that's not that how board wipes work maria i was thinking of a kill spell delicious this nullhide ferox is ready to feast on you and your and your control no it's not <laughs> we're gonna get it anyway that's a pretty sweet card it is a pretty sweet card we also have a whole bunch of other previews that have come out in the past week since the last time we talked about it yeah uh so we've got here this one is uh a pretty sweet Golgari card. Ooh. Izoni Thousand-Eyed. That's creepy. That is... Megan, you don't like eyes where they no, shouldn't be. No, I really don't. This card is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but its abilities are cool. What's its abilities? Two black, black, green, green for a 2-3. Six mana 2-3. So you're like, okay. Uh, but it has undergrowth. When Izani enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 one, one black and green insect creature token for each creature card in your graveyard. Black, green, sacrifice another creature. You gain one life and draw a card. And you know how much I love to gain one life and draw a card. That's true. But I you got to sacrifice it. a creature. So you got to play creatures for this. Yeah, but, you know, you put some in your graveyard and then... You just make That's a bunch true. of insects, and then you sacrifice those insects. Okay. So it's pretty, pretty sweet, despite <laughs> the fact that the art is pretty terrifying. I have to talk about Bounty Agent, which yeah, is a 2-2 two, two for one and a white at rare human soldier. Vigilance, you can tap and sacrifice Bounty Agent, destroy target legendary permanent. That's an artifact, creature, or enchantment. This is a lot of applications yes. for standard, considering that Dominaria is currently in, it's going to be in standard. Yeah. So, like, get out of here, Teferi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does, does not say Planeswalker. No. Oh, never mind. Artifact, creature, or enchantment. Well, what do I want to kill with this, then? Mm. There's a lot of, there's, like, Lyra. That's true. Lyra is a very good target. There's Galta. Galta's Galta. a great target. 12-12. Exactly. Bounty agent is like, I'll take the bounty on that dino. I like the flavor of that. Yeah. Okay, well, that could potentially... You know, I've always got my eye out for the White Weenie deck. We'll see. Uh, I really... I like Whisper Agent. This is pretty... Uh, you Demure. know Exactly. It's a low-key card, but it's a Flash 3-2. When it enters the battlefield, Surveil 1, and it's 1, and then it's hybrid mana. It's 2 hybrid mana, either blue or black. So I like the return of hybrid mana, too. Yeah, me too. It's so we, we're getting our first look at Mentor, cards with Mentor as well. Yeah. Which we had, you know, a lot of people were questioning, is this mechanic any good? Let's take a look. So Sunhome Stalwart is one in white for a 2-2 classic Boros right there. First yeah. strike and it has Mentor. Ooh, nice. But you do have to have a one power one creature. One power creature. Is that going to happen? I don't know. All right. I mean, if you, if you spent turn one doing what you want to do in Boros. I guess you do. So... Uh, let's see. We also have. This is. I the, love. I love the name of the this name card. of this card is so redonk. So much hypothesisal. <laughs> it so is it. It really just, just really something else. 
I feel like Snoop Dogg needs to know about the name of this card. Hypothesis immediately. <laughs> Three blue red for an instant draw two cards. Then you may discard a non-land card. When you do, Hypothesis deals four damage to target creature. Holy cow. I love it. This card's insane. I love it. So it's either draw two cards at instant speed or draw a card and deal four damage to something. That card's great. And it's it, a common? Oh. Yes. Everyone's going to be hypothesis all day and all night. Yes. This is a card that people are real hyped about. Okay. So how do you like abrupt decay? How about a better abrupt decay? Assassin's trophy, black, green, instant, destroy target permanent and opponent controls. Its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle their library. This card will 100% see play in modern. Wow. Hot take. Hot take. Not even. That's a medium take. That's a medium take because everybody yeah. knows it. Yes. So many people are already like, well, hello, Jund. A permanent. Doesn't, That's right. Not a creature. It could be a land. It could be anything. It could be a Liliana. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Jund just got a kind of an upgrade. Here. I love <laughs> I love the flavor text on this. What is it? A power vacuum for the Azorius. A keepsake for Vraska. <laughs> a power vacuum. Beautiful. I've got one of those. Uh... <laughs> Course you do. Speaking of, we have a Niv Mizzet. Is it Perrin? Yes. What's a Perrin? Niv Mizzet Perrin. Perrin. I don't know what a Perrin is. Niv Mizzet Blue, blue, red, red, red. Wow. Okay, that's a Perrin. 5 5 legendary creature, dragon wizard. This spell can't be countered. Flying. Whenever you draw a card, Niv Mizzet Perrin deals one damage to any target. Whenever a player casts an instant or, st- or sorcery spell, you draw a card. Okay. Nice. But that, oh, that costs a lot. I mean, yeah. I'm going to play it, I know. Though. It's only six mana. It's six mana for a 5-5. Five five. I guess I meant but the color the requirements color of, yeah. are very steep. How about this mythic, which is terrifying <laughs> to look at? I love this card this art. This is terrifying. So I don't even know what's going on. I, it's a beard that's also a face. Look at it. It's like got a its whole head is a beard. Dream Eater. Four blue blue for a four three flash flyer. <laughs> Creature type Nightmare Sphinx. <laughs> I agree. I love him. When Dream Eater enters the battlefield, surveil four. When you do, you may return target non-land permanent and opponent controls to its owner's hand. This wow. card's great. Yeah. Surveil four. Wow, I don't think I've ever even scried four. That's a lot of surveilling. What's the most I've ever scried? Three, probably? I think I've scried three. Yeah, but have you scried four? Not that I can remember. <laughs> so this is going to be a whole new experience. Wow. This card's excellent. Wow. And creepy, and I love its beard, oh. little beard face. Look it's at it. so terrifying. <laughs> so terrifying. So we have the return of split cards. That's right. Welcome. So we had a question. We asked Lee Sharp on Twitter from Wizards of the Coast what the connecting word was. Yeah. And he said all he told us was redacted. So I don't know if that what? means there's no linking word or if we just don't know it yet. Wow. This is a card. Find fin- find finally. Finality. Finality. See, I don't even know what word would go between. Find finality. Find or finality would be my guess. but I don't even know. Maybe there's no word. I don't know. Anyway. Find. Well, with these cards, you can cast one half or the other. Correct. So uh, find is a sorcery for hybrid, two hybrid mana, green, black. Uh, return up to two target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. 
Excellent. Okay. Finality. Four black green sorcery. You may put two plus one plus one counters on a creature you control. Then all creatures get minus four, minus four until end of turn. <laughs> nice. This is a great card. It is a wow. rare. Wow. And very good. I wonder what it is because this one is uh, response resurgence. Or kind of still makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. We were uh, talking about this on our stream, and everybody yeah. was suggesting every linking word humanly possible. Yeah, it's so true. It's <laughs> Which so is true. very funny. <clears throat> Response is a uh, hybrid red-white, hybrid red-white. Instant. Response deals five damage target to attacking or blocking creature. Makes sense. Resurgence, three red-white. Creatures you control gain first strike and vigilance until end of turn. After this main phase, there's an additional combat phase, followed by an additional main phase. Wow. So you get two combats. That's pretty cool. I love it. Boros.com <laughs> slash Boros. Boros.com slash Boros? Yeah, they just have to really set it home. You know how those Boros are. <laughs> yeah. Are you still thinking about what the word is? I am. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about, so when we were talking about it, people started talking about palindromes. Yeah. And I was just thinking about swap God for a janitor. Oh, yeah. So we made, a, we had a lot of fun on our stream. Check it out. Twitch.tv slash GLHF magic. Follow to let us know, to let you know when you're, when we're live. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we said, what would, wouldn't it be funny if one half was one side of a palindrome and the other half was the other, the reverse. Yeah. So we had fun with rats and star. That was a card. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what was, okay. What was your, the first half? My favorite one was swap God for a janitor. janitor. And that was rot in a jar of dog paws, <laughs> which That's is right. obviously a green black card. Swap God for a janitor, <laughs> rot in a jar of dog paws. I know a lot of text to fit on a magic card title, but I but think it's still, worth it. But still, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Anything else that uh, catches your eye, Did Megan? you see this hexproof friend? Yes, we have another hexproof creature, Arboretum Elemental. Seven green green, nine mana, but it has Convoke. Okay. It's a seven five hexproofer. People are going to be mad about that, but I'm about to make a hexproof deck in standard because now we have three yeah. cards out of hexproof. Did you see this little Probably friend? More. Healer's Hawk. One, one lifelink. One, one flying lifelink for beep, one. Beep, beep, beep. That's what I'm you a little want hawk. in your mentor deck right there. Hello, I'm a little hawk. You had a tutu lifelinker then. I'm a hawk. That's all I can think. I'm just think. a baby hawk. I'm a little hawk. Ooh, can you scroll down for a second? Because yes. I just want to talk about the art really quick on Wary Okapi. It's just a vanilla 3-2 uh, for 2 and a green with Vigilance. But yeah. it's beautiful. I love that it's Fall on Ravnica. Yeah. It just is giving us the opportunity for such beautiful art. It's very cute. And it's a cute little antelope. Yeah, it's a little 3-2 antelope. Hi, buddy. It's very vigilant. Oh, I yeah. See everything. Super vigilant. Well, if you have your guess for what the connecting word or whatever the connecting situation is. <laughs> yeah, if there's some kind of whatever the situation is. Yeah, whatever the connecting situation is. Please tweet at us uh, at GLHF Magic with the hashtag connecting situation and let us know what you think it is because we're basically dying of curiosity. <laughs> we really are. And now it's time to welcome 
a very esteemed guest onto our show. He needs no introduction. Yes, but we're going to give him one because this is podcasting and you can't see what's happening. If you saw him, however, you would immediately know who he is, where he comes from, and what he means to the magic community. That's right. Were you to pass him on the street, if you had never said his name before, mm. it would still leap immediately to your lips and you would shout it joyously to the heavens. And if you had no lips, a voice would emit from your ears. That's right. Go <laughs> So disturbing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's give him a hearty good luck high five welcome. Ah, that's right. To the magic expert, magic von expert. Magic von expert, please. Yes, um, do I just slide in here or? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'll move. You just... I'll move. You go in. Yes, excuse me. I'm just continuing my applause. Yes. Wow, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm. I'm truly honored to be part of such a magnificent podcast. Oh, we're wow. honored. We're we're the ones who are honored. Absolutely. Uh, so, magic expert, magic fun expert. Yes, that's me. Can magic you please fun expert. tell us a little bit about where mm. you learned magic? What are what are your qualifications? Because we only allow the most qualified of people course. onto our show. Right. Of course. Well, everyone should know me. I've appeared on many different programs concerning Magic: The Gathering and its sister game, Yu-Gi-Oh. <clears throat> yes. Um, yeah, non-canonically. Non-canonically, of course. Related. Yes. Right, of course. Just um, symbolically related in the paths that they took to reach the fame that they both hold. Of course. And of course, of course I studied at the very esteemed Magic State University in Oakland. Mm. And yeah. I've gotten one of the highest degrees there. It took me seven years of studying. Uh, you have a doctorate in magic? No, I'm actually a connoisseur of magic. Um, oh, it says oh. so on the plaque that's in my office. It's gold-plated, neon embossed. So wow. just a random question. Doctor, you know, mm. PhD is the short for that. What's con what is the, how do you write uh, connoisseur? CNZ. Oh. Yes, connoisseur. Oh. It's the British spelling. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Makes yes. sense. High that's esteem. Wonderful. Yes, I actually was just getting off my flight from England where I met with the Queen of Magic. Wow. Yes, she oh. had me at high tea where we played a single match of Sealed, and she whooped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, yes. I've, I've known oh. that the Queen of Magic is pretty good. I yes. mean, that's why she's the queen, right? That's right. She went aggro on my soul. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that must have been a really difficult... I've been there, buddy. A brutal loss. Yes, but if anyone were to beat me... It better be royalty. Yes. Absolutely. And well, well, we're honored to have you on the show today, Magic Fun Expert, you. the Magic Expert, because not only are you an expert in all things magic and yes. Guilds of Ravnica, the upcoming release. Yes, yes. yes. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, but I was a consultant with Wizards oh. uh, on the new upcoming set. Yes, I did art consultation and um, hot yoga. Yes, I'm also a licensed yogi, um, and I... Help them keep their headspace while designing the cards and the mechanics oh. for the So you just set. cranked up the heat? That's right. They Wizards have the uh, central heat at Wizards. Oh, so yeah, Seattle, notoriously frigid yes. climate. Mm -hmm. But not only are you a Guilds of Ravnica expert, you're, you also have a book tour. Please tell us about that. Yes, I am currently on tour. That's why I was in England to visit the Queen of Magic. And yes. um, for those of you who haven't read my previous works, um, I do a sort of... Um, magical realism take on uh, the magic community. So my newest trilogy, this is the first in a trilogy, is called Science the Gathering. It's an AU fiction book in which an alternate reality 
uh, took place starting when Wizards created the game. Um, and everything is science-themed, and we sort of see how that plays out, and the, the meta is very different at the point. I've, I've actually written up to today, and in the second book, we get to see the future of Science the Gathering. So wow, it's I'm very exciting, cool. and I hope that you can all check it out. It releases on November 7th um, worldwide and on Amazon Kindle. Uh, did the Queen of Magic bless your book? Because I know that she's, yes, she, she's mm. blessed oh, books in the mm, past. Yes, well, we actually have a... A, a blessing ceremony coming up. I'm back there on November 6th, the day before oh, the book sure, releases. Sure, sure, and yeah. It's going to be televised. I don't know if you guys are going to be doing a live stream or not, but I, I would implore you on to do ABC, so. On ABC, NBC? And the rest. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Every channel. Of course, all the yeah. major news networks. I yes. want to know about this. ABC and the rest. Absolutely. Wow. We're, you know, it's nice that you'll have like a fresh blessing going into it. You don't want it to get, you don't want it to get stale. That's right. A stale blessing ruins the pot. So says the queen. Mm. Very true. She's really very wise. So, um, I was wondering, can we ask you a few questions about, you know, the upcoming set? Since, as you said, you were there, you know, giving hot yoga and Mm. consultation. (laughs) That's right. Yes. I'm happy to to answer any questions that you have. Um, Anything that doesn't um, fall under the NDA that I signed oh, yeah. with Wizards, course, I can talk course. about basically anything. Yes. Oh uh, wow. Okay, Maria, do you have a do you have a question? I absolutely do. I want to know what your favorite new mechanic is in Guilds of Ravnica. Right. Yeah. So some people have been like, "Oh, jumpstart. That's just to like, you know, that's just to like flashback, sure. but with a different cost." So how do you feel about some of the other mechanics? Yes, well, there's a saying in the uh, magic connoisseur community. Uh, all mechanics are old mechanics. There are no new <laughs> mechanics. So if That's you're complaining about true. a new mechanic coming back and just being an old mechanic, well, let me tell you, magic is just chess but with cards. And chess <clears throat> is just mancala with knights and queens and kings. So everything comes from something before it. So jumpstart, yes, it's just a little bit of a different change with a new cost. Um, it's a cost I'm willing to pay. <laughs> and we wow. all will be, yes. I assume, come the pre-release. Absolutely. Which guild do you feel like you're most allied to in mm. this in this upcoming set? Well, you, you all know me. You've read uh, my blog, I'm sure. Yes, yes, um, yes every day. Yes, uh, Von Experts, Von Vons. It's a playoff of bonbons, which is my favorite treat. Who's wonderful wordplay? Who doesn't who doesn't delight in a bonbon now and again? Yes. Yeah, so if you if you know me, you know that I'm a bit of a red guy. So the guild that I uh, identify most with are the Reds, and yeah, I just feel like their play style really fits my avant-garde personality and nuanced smile. That yes. is how I would describe that your smile. Absolutely. There's so much hidden in it. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever done one of those magic eye puzzles where you look through the image? Yes. My smile has one. Try. Oh, wow. That's my goodness. Dolphins. It, really... <laughs> it is dolphins. <laughs> I've never been very good at seeing them, so but that's on me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I want to know, Magic Von Expert. Yes. The magic expert. What is different about the Golgari this time? Because ah. they've been slightly reimagined their guild in this uh, Guilds of Ravnica. Right. Well, the Gari clan is a bit of an underrated clan, I think. I think that people would yeah. have hmm. scoffed at anyone who would use the Gari um, in previous <laughs> sets. Yeah, keep going. absolutely. Keep You're going. not wrong. You're so right. You're very correct. That's actually right. Yes. <laughs> well, of course it's right. And... 
I think that people shouldn't be afraid to try something new um, when Guilds comes out and, and, and try to, to work the Gari either into a single color or a dual color deck. Um, wow. If you can put it in a single color deck, I mean, I'm would impressed. Be really impressive. I'm very impressive. Well, I mean, I think you're not giving the Gari enough credit. I mean, you know how their guild motto is togetherness. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. A little bit stolen from Celestia. Yes. But they both share green. Yeah, that's true. So mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. they have that in common, I guess. Right. <laughs> Wonderful. Guilds go green, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. We certainly do. I have a question about um, planeswalkers because Mm -hmm. we've all been like kind of on the edge of our seat while we see another planeswalker coming Uh, up out of Guilds of Ravnica. Can you give us a hint? I can. I I, I can confirm that there is at least one new planeswalker joining the cast of walkers. And boy, I I don't want to smile too much, but it's going to be a trip for those of you who have... um, been familiar with the very first set of Planeswalkers that were released. It might be a bit of a throwback to one of those. Oh, oh. we just had kind of a throwback yeah, in Magic Oranges. Yeah, we've been kind of consider- considering that it's the Gatewatch and we're seeing the continued mm. story of the Gatewatch. Right, yes. I think that would, unless you're talking about Garrick, in which case well, I think we would all be very surprised. Well, you know I'm a Rick man. Uh, that's my Planeswalker <laughs> of choice. So I- I'm not going to say what we're talking about Garrick, but... Rick, Rick, wink, wink, if you know what I mean. Wow. He might be coming back. Wow. That's you right. He might be first. watching some gates, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Big spoiler. Yeah. Um, you're really, you're, you have so much access to privileged information. That's right. I have a gold member card for Wizards, actually. Oh, what does that get you? A lifetime supply of yogurt from their fridge. Wow. That that's basically the only. That's, that's great, because normally it's free. <laughs> Well, this is a lifetime supply, so. Wow, that's okay. a big promise. Great. Mm. That's a lot of yogurt. Yes. I know, Megan, you're a fan of Niv-Mizzet, one of the yes. big dragons. Absolutely. Niv-Mizzet is sort of like one of my favorite mm. guild leaders. Uh, who's your favorite guild leader? Well, y- yeah. outside of my magic connoisseuring, I, I'm also a big fan of, um, of, of other types of guilds across America and in the past, you know, oh, Celtic Guild, Scottish Guild. Uh-huh. And I would say that my favorite guild leader has to come actually outside of the Magic the Gathering universe. A first oh, for of Magic course, One of expert. Course. My sure. favorite guild leader is um, Skerik von Long. Um, I share the von part of my name. Skerik von Long from the S- Scandinavian region. Um, he led a guild through a war in the 1930s. What war? Wow, what war? Oh, the Scandinavian War of the 1930s. Oh, wow, so okay. while, mm-hmm. so while the rest of the world was sort of embroiled. Yes, have you ever seen um the movie The Village? Uh, no. Yes, actually. No. Yeah, it's an M Night Shyamalan film. This was very similar. <laughs> the war. A very similar situation. Uh, okay. I don't see how that could be possible, but I- well, they were just sort of living in the past, even though it was the present, just like in the village. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's been several years. <laughs> well, um, now it's time for a couple questions from our from our listeners. Ah, uh, yes, you're looking out to the viewers for some answers. Yeah, I mean, people love you. You've got such a rich and storied history. Yes, I get twenty fan letters per day. Okay. Exactly. Wow. Here's here's a question mm. for you. On a scale of one to ten, mm. how many pieces of power are there? Oh, that's a great question. Some people would consider this settled fact, but then again, you have privileged information that we we're don't not. Know about. We, yeah, we don't, we don't have, have access a gold to. Card. So, 
Yes. Well, on a scale of one to ten, uh, I would say that it's between eight and nine at this point with the new set. <laughs> wow. Oh. Are you saying that before this new set, there were fewer than eight to nine? No, I'm saying that we've actually removed one oh. of the pieces of power <gasps> or two pieces of power from the set um, in a surprise twist. Um, as you know, Wizards has been working on nanochip technology in each card, and they're set to um, all spontaneously combust at midnight of the release. Oh, my God. Wow. I, do you know which one of the pieces of power it is? Yes, it's the golden one. <gasps> My I God. think we're all just going to have to think, <laughs> think really hard about be? what that means. You are full of riddles, Magic Von Expert. You really yes. are. So if you have one of the pieces of power, I would suggest, I don't know, like locking it in some kind of it's blast-proof safe because it might be gone. Yes, I was part of the QA process for Wizards on whether or not the combustion could withstand a sort of safe or underwater scenario and... It has disintegrated every time. So if you are lucky enough to be able to salvage a piece of power, the golden one, then uh, you are in possession of some illegal goods. So Wow, watch out. Oh, my gosh. Mm. All right. Uh, Ian asks, Dr. Von Expert. Sorry, it's actually Connoisseur Von yeah, Expert. Connoisseur. We, mm-hmm. we yes. had that title wrong. Should I focus on standard or modern brewing right now? I really want to get better at play sequencing, if that helps. Yes, yeah, so play sequencing is really important. Um, I think that you probably want to focus on modern at this point. I think a lot of people are looking towards the future when it comes to um, play order. So mm, Yeah, absolutely. Modern, known as the format of the future, I yes. think, is the yes, way we talk yes. about it. Uh, so absolutely. it makes, makes a lot of sense. Yes, yeah, so great question, Ian. I know you had trouble with play sequencing early in your career. That's right. I was known as play sequence negative. That's yeah. right. I, that was my that's a tough my title at tournaments. Yes, wow. you know I I took second place at GP Montreal 1944. Oh, because wow. of your sequencing. Yeah, that's right. And you you could have had first. That's right. If I had better sequencing. How many people were at that tournament? By the way, very early tournament. Yes, it was. It was. It was on the crux of the magic creationism segment of uh, the oh. the history. So mm. yeah. um, there was probably about ten to fifteen professionals and a handful of. Uh, novices oh wow. okay yeah very that makes, very cool that makes and sense. you mentioned that this was at the crux of the magic like sort of creationism period that's right there are people who are fans of the magic fabrication theory oh, yes of magic development but no. you're a magic you're a creationist i am creationist. a young magic creationist i believe that magic is only 74 years old Okay. As that yeah. tournament was the very first. Sure. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> what do you personally hope for the future of the game? Since, you know, your hand is in the pot and you can have an effect on what happens. That's right. So Wizards had filled the pot with several different slips of paper, suggestions from around the office. And, of course, my hand was in said pot. And Literally. Yeah. If I could bring the magic community in any in any way or, or maybe influence the magic meta with my hand in said pot i would really strive to bring uh more imps more imps i think yeah. we've been impless yeah. for far too long and yes. there's been too much of a focus on dragons and um, wow that's a very hot take thank you're you. not a fan of the dragon clan well there's just been so many of them it's the true. big ones the small ones the medium ones the tall ones but imps, yeah. though, I think I can get on board with that. More imps. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And 
if I could be so blunt, um, have, yes. which, which of the imps have you used in a deck and have you found them useful? Uh, Stinkweed Imp is an imp yes. that I've, I've yeah, played I've played with. Yeah, I played that in Dredge uh, yes. quite a bit. Yeah, Stinkweed Imp, great for uh, getting a lot of cards into your graveyard. Right, that's right. And, and the more cards that are in the graveyard, the more points that you score in that type of deck that scores points based on how many cards are in your graveyard. Absolutely. Yes, that mm. is how Dredge works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Magic Vaughn expert, the magic expert, I feel like I've learned enough for three lifetimes. Same. In this Thank segment. you. And I'm only on number one of my three lifetimes, so. Oh, wow. Okay, you're a young boy yet. Yeah. Yes. Despite you're being, you know, a distinguished older gentleman. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am 17. Remember to check out uh, Magic Von Expert's book, Science the Gathering, the that, first in a trilogy. That's right, coming out November 7th. Yes. And you can watch a live recording of the Queen of Magic blessing the book on November 6th on ABC, NBC, CBS, and the rest. And, and the, the rest. rest. A live recording. Magic Von Expert, thank you so much for yes. being here. Oh, on and thank you for having me. It was great. That's right. And if you are looking for more Magic Von Expert, Magic Expert, please check out my blog, Magic Von Von. <laughs> before we go, Ultra before Pro. we go on, <laughs> Ultra Pro, I mean, I tried to make yeah, it rhyme. Yeah, it rhymed, and I just got too excited for the rhyme. Same. Yeah. But I mean, like... It's we're just pausing. Pause before we go. Ultra, Ultra Pro. Pro. Yeah, it's a great place for magic accessories. If you need binders, they've got all kinds of binders. Not even yes. just one kind. They have these beautiful, like soft, like padded ones. That you could bring nice. it to a job interview. You could if you walked into a job interview with this binder, <laughs> they would not know that it was not a nice folio. And you could just sit there smugly, knowing that it has all that your magic all cards. All you're in holding it. in your lap right then are your magic cards. I love that. If you need a little extra confidence when you go in for an interview, consider yeah. bring your Who magic doesn't? cards in and just like knowing they're there. Exactly. <laughs> holding on to them. And for all so for all of your job interview and, <laughs> and gaming needs. needs. Ultra Pro. All right, everybody, it's time to take good luck high fives Ravnica guild quiz. That's right. We've only included the five guilds that are in guilds of Ravnica yes. so that we're answering the question very pertinently of what should you be playing at Correct. the pre-release coming up? We didn't put in the other guilds. We'll do a quiz for those when that next set comes up. Yeah. So you can take the official quiz or you can take our quiz, which is definitely also official. The choice is yours. Okay. So I'm going to give you the quiz play along at home. Megan, would you like to take this quiz to perhaps um, revert your Boros I mean, I think we should both take it. Okay, we will. Question number one. You come upon a fork in the road. Which path do you take? Mm. A, the right path. Okay. B, you dig a tunnel. Oh. C, you're not on the path. You're hiding in the woods. Oh. D, no one can know. Or E, build a third path out of wires. Okay, okay. I have my answer. Um, oh, let me think, let me think. Got it. Okay. What's your answer? Mine is going to be C. I'm not on the path. I'm in the woods. Oh, me too. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, now we have two. You're invited to a friend's wedding. What do you wear? Oh, great question. A, a suit of armor. Mm -hmm. B, a cool vintage find. Yeah. C, something you borrowed from your friend. Okay. D, no one can know. <laughs> 
E, you crocheted your own pants. Wow. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. What's your answer for this one? Well, I hope I hope I would this is my hope for myself that I'd had a cool vintage find. Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna be it true though. I crocheted my own pants. Of course you did. Yeah. Great, great, great. All right, I wanna I wanna ask the next one because I wrote this question. Okay, go. You get to name a champion racehorse. <laughs> what do you name it? A uh, good horse. <laughs> B, you name it after its dead grandfather. Oh. C, the horse can choose its own name. D, <laughs> no one can know. E, McFizzins. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to name my horse McFizzins. I don't know about you. I think I have to I think I have to pick C, the horse can choose its own name. Yeah, that's a very that is a very Megan answer. Yeah. <laughs> Question 4. You've got to pay rent, but you're $50 short. What do you do? A, become a prize fighter in your local gym. Mm. B, sell your favorite compost pile. C, start a co-op. Everyone can live here. D, how do you know where I live? Or E, invent Bitcoin and pay with that. Uh, my answer is my answer is D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually my answer is honestly. Uh, it's C, isn't it? Probably C. You yeah. love, I literally you, lived in a co-op. Yeah, so. you had a great time. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to go with D because I don't. I don't think I. I don't have a compost pile to sell, unfortunately. Well, all right. You should get on that. Uh, all right. Question number five. What was your favorite school club? A. ROTC. B. Gardening. C. 4-H. D, if anyone asks, I never went to school. <laughs> e, chess club. Okay, well, I can only answer the club that I was legitimately in. Which was? Was chess club. Wow. But here's the thing. I I decided to quit after a period of time because I had too many activities that I was in, and I had to cut something, but I designed the logo for their shirts. <laughs> I just remembered that sitting here right wow. now. Oh. Oh boy. Let's okay. see. Mine is probably closest to B. Gardening? Yeah. Okay. What club are you thinking of? I'm just thinking of like what, what I did would... extracurricularly. Sure. Because we don't have theater on here and that's the only extracurricular I yeah. was a part of. Yeah. I did like some school beautification stuff or whatever. Okay. That counts. So. So yeah. um, I've found my most common answer. Okay. And I have also found your most common answer. All right. So here, this is the way it works. If your most common answer was A... You're Boros. Congratulations. If it was B, you're Golgari. You did it, you mushroom person. If it was C, you're Celestia. Ooh, join the co-op. If it was D, you're Demir. Nobody knows you were here. And if it was E, you're Is It. You probably electrocute yourself every day. So, Maria, what were you? I got Is It. Wow. Are I know. you surprised? I am surprised. I thought I was going to get Celestia. I got Celestia. And you got Celestia. I did get Celestia. Whew, thank goodness for that. <laughs> All right. You're, out of the, you're in the clear from Boros, Megan. Oh, thank goodness. Did you wake up by in the, this week, like, screaming, covered in sweat, like you remember yes. the Boros Legion? Yes, I, I did. Okay. Well, you played Celestia at... Did you choose Celestia for Richard Rift? We didn't do the pre-release, but no. you liked them the I best. did. That's uh, that's what I drafted the okay. most, for sure. So you're you're good with that answer, I take Yeah, it. I really am. Okay. I was Celestia for a while. Before I learned, I learned that there were better ways to be. <laughs> human beings and aliens welcome our alien overlords that's this episode of good luck 
high five. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you, everybody, who's a patron. And by the way, I just want to point out, if you think to yourself that $5 a month, which is $1.25 an episode, is too much for you, that's fine. You can still be a patron at $1 a month. That's right. You can pick any dollar amount. Doesn't matter. Yes. So if you're like, I can only make it work at $1 a week, $4. Yeah. Perfect. That's you can fine. put in $4 a month. We are so thrilled with any amount of contribution that you are able to make. And we understand that, right, that people's financial circumstances yes. change. And that's also part of why we're always asking people to consider becoming patrons, because we know that there are people who have supported the show up until now, but stuff changes and they can't anymore. Yeah. And we want the podcast to be here and the videos to be here for anyone who needs it at any time, regardless of their financial situation. So if you're able, consider uh, chipping in a few dollars our way while you can so that we're keeping it on. On the airwaves. Remember, every Monday we've got board game reviews from our game guy who shall remain nameless, <laughs> Nicholas. That's right. So far we've got Railroad Rivals and Root. Yes, and next week Megan's going to make an appearance. That's so. right, and it's one of my favorites. It's a great party game. Yes. Uh, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive, and you're going to want to do that to be notified when the video goes up, and you can hang out with Nicholas and Megan as they review that game, too. And uh, thanks once again to our sponsors, Ultra Pro and Card Kingdom. They're both terrific places for your magic gear and your magic cards, respectively. Uh, go check them out if you haven't yet. The Good Luck High Five logo, what am I trying to say? Link is cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. And if you request a sticker... They'll give they'll you give one. They'll give you one. They will They're give you one. They're just those kind of people. That's so nice. Wow. We are coming up on a lot of exciting things. Yeah. In the coming weeks, Megan. <gasps> the world championship is right around the oh corner. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for the teams to play sealed with Guilds of Ravnica. They're gonna play sealed. They have a day to look at them. Yes. And then the next day they're like, okay, now you're going to play. Wow. That's not a lot of time to be no. like, <laughs> no, I know what strategies are good. So, you know, check I'm back in with stoked. us this week and next week for, you know, the sweet happenings. Judge Rob episodes coming up pretty soon. Wow. Boing, which boing, boing. <laughs> Judge Rob's going to hop in here like a little bunny rabbit. That's right. Give you his magic knowledge. Wow. Very nice. I sh we should thank once again, Magic Von Expert, the magic expert. Yes. Thank you, Magic Von Expert. For joining us today. Yeah, we learned what a, a lot. luminary. Oh, absolutely. A paragon of his time. Yes. A parent, some would say, if we knew what that word meant. Yeah. <laughs> if we knew. <laughs>